0: Hola, boyos. Hey,
1: happy Cinco de Mayo and Taco Tuesday. Hopefully, y'all are going to live it up right. Hey, I just wanted to say you guys are doing a great job. Y'all, uh, I had to relearn a lesson when Greg started talking about the uh, Fallen series last episode. That
0: is, I can't eat lunch and listen to him do that, uh, <laughs> do a review about that damn movie or that damn series. Every single time you always choke me up or something like that. But, uh, hey, if I gotta die, die laughing's a good way to go. Alright, later, boys. Stay safe.
1: the podcast where every episode we go back in time 40 years to the year 1980 to talk about a movie and some music from that year my name is greg legras i'm talking to dad Gordon. what's the score babe
2: oh the score is one which is how many voicemails we got is in the last two episodes so mm-hmm. just off the top shout out to our listeners F- start fucking calling us
1: yeah for fuck's <laughs> sakes i'm also talking to casey Lyons.
2: what's the score babe
0: I don't know.
1: <laughs> True. Yeah. True.
0: I thought I didn't have a score, so I thought, well, if I sing it loud, I'll probably, that maybe that'll be maybe that You that's got me something. dancing.
2: Yeah, maybe scream. that's a thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. Oh my god! How is everybody?
1: Ah, thirsty.
2: Yeah. Drinking water. Everyone's still staying safe, staying yep. healthy.
1: Yep, every day is the same. Yeah. No, I read on
0: Twitter that apparently this whole thing is man made and it's a <laughs> hoax, man. <laughs> oh what? So yeah Great. I can't believe it. I was so surprised when I found out. <laughs> Wake
1: up, sheep. Oh Ooh. I got the wool pulled over my eyes. <laughs> yeah, like to sheep you all. I was pleased to see that one of these uh Aggressive ding-dongs on the—I uh, I never you know, wish—oh, fuck it, whatever I do. Uh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One of these people who like formed one of these let us go protest the yeah. uh, The stay-home and like block off roadways to hospitals and shit like that, the person who was organizing it uh, has COVID-19 now. Yeah, well, <laughs> like, Oh, oh, oh yeah. we shit. There Just... you go, you fucking dipshit. I know. I hope
0: they don't die— for a while, mm-hmm. I hope they just are in horrible agony for a very mm-hmm. long time. I so. I am
2: just happy that they will have a haircut. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, it'll be worth it. There's only. One type of person who's doing these things.
2: <laughs> yeah,
0: Americans. Yeah, yeah. One type
1: of American, too. Just, yeah. Uh, yeah. They all have the same haircut. Uh,
2: <laughs> that's why we all need a haircut. We don't, we're we sick of having the same one. God, well, yeah.
1: You don't have to die from it to know that it's real. A guy that Casey and I went to college with got it. Yeah. yeah. Detailed his experience with it on Facebook. I don't know if you saw it, Casey. but
0: Is that Matt? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just saw the tail end of it. I saw him saying, like, I'm feeling better now or whatever. I yeah. was like, oh, shit, that's crazy. Yeah. He
1: gave me a and also, of what his week was like, and I was like, oh, my God.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Yeah. yeah. I Somebody I follow on Twitter got it because they work in retail and were kind of, like, detailing what it felt like and— and and it was a little bit earlier too so it was around the same time that a lot of people were being like okay like it's fluish in nature and i was like that's not what this sounds like at all it sounds, about, it sounds like a nightmare yeah, <laughs> yeah. well there's I'll, things to be I'll, happy about there's
1: plenty to be happy
2: about we're we're you know watching things in 2020 before we go back in time so that's we right. can yeah. bring those up um, i'm going to bring up something that i watched just yesterday um, I watched a movie on Amazon Prime. Are you are you either of you familiar with the artist Mike Diana or Diana? Mm, Mike no. Diana? No. Mm, yeah. No. Oh, sorry, no. Yeah, we were going with
1: no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Sorry, I meant no. Who?
2: Yeah. So Princess there's, What? <laughs> there's a movie on Net on not uh, Netflix, on Amazon Prime. It's it's from 2018. It's called Boiled Angels: The Trial of Mike Diana. And it's about the only artist in the history of uh, as far as I can tell time (laughs) that has ever been actually put in a jail because of something that they like drew, not because, not because they did something, not because they committed a crime because he was an underground zine artist, you know, in the nineties who was doing very, very fucked up comics, like really fucked up. And, um, but but it was in the era of like underground comics and zine trading and you know like this sort of reaction to mainstream comics and stuff so it it, it was basically, brought to these people that decided they were going to like go after him to make, you know, make an example of him because his things were so offensive and they were going to find a way that it would fall under the obscenity rules that they could say that it's like, you've been distributing obscene things of an obscene nature. And so that's how we're going to get you into court and then ultimately get you into jail. And it's so fucked up because it's like, (laughs) like I think his art is awesome, but I also, can look at it and be like this stuff is fucked like (laughs) it's really really crazy content um but i don't know how you can look at what he was doing and say he should go to jail and part of his you know part of what happens is he's not allowed to draw he's not (laughs) they're like part of like the sentencing is you're not allowed to put a pen to paper anymore and it's like what the fuck this actually happened like it's insane um, and it's wow. a really, really cool documentary. So now
0: um, he, he's, he's only allowed to just say a bunch of fucked up shit? Well,
2: well, eventually it like, you know, passed over and years and years went by and, and eventually like paid his debt, I guess, quote unquote debt. Um, he did nothing wrong. <laughs> but yeah, um, it's directed by Frank uh, Hennenlauter of Basket Case and Frankenhooker. Um, which is really cool, Ooh. but yeah, like his art is really, really interesting, and I, I think even if you are, yeah, I'm looking at it. It's messed yeah, up. Yeah, even if if you're somebody who looks at his art and says like I don't like this and I think it's offensive, and like that's totally fair because it's really fucked up but I, i don't know how anyone could look at it and be like i guess he should go to jail because he drew things that are fucked up and at the same time in the documentary they outline like what what do you what has what rules do you have to pass to order in order to like be considered um like under the obscenity law and it's crazy because they say like one of the rules is like you can't have it it must not have any sort of like artistic merit and it's like, well, who the fuck gets to def- define that? And— Tipper Gore, as I remember. Yeah, yeah. And at the same time, like, he has he has comics that are, like, very specifically, like, clearly politically re- reactionary to what's going on in the world of religion. So I don't understand how you can—like, part of it was, like, it, it has to have no substance. And I'm like, you nobody can look at some of these and be like— yeah, it's really fucked up that he's drawing these things, but at the same time, it's very clearly anti-religion and reactionary to something that's going on, so it's very clearly substantive of some, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, even yeah. if you don't agree with him, like, it's clearly reacting to the world and what's going on in the world. It's not like he just is, you know, like, drawing whatever the fuck. I don't know. It, I, I It's fascinating, and the only thing I didn't like about the movie is it's narrated by Jello Biafra, and it's like which is fine but it's just it's almost like they got him to just say a bunch of chapter headings because like a bunch of time would go by and he would be like oh oh yeah jello says a thing every 20 minutes <laughs> it's like you almost didn't need it but other than that it's a really it's an interesting case and really crazy that somebody could go to jail just for you know a zine that he was making like 200 copies of like, just yeah.
0: for a trying a picture of a guy coming on a horse's face.
2: <laughs> yeah, they do some re reenactments in the movie of like some of like little like uh voiceovers of the things and they're fucking fucked, man. They're they're crazy, but <laughs> it's it's an interesting, yeah, interesting tale. Boiled Angels: The Trial of Mike uh Deanna. That is really
0: something. Uh all right, I'll go. My thing's going to be short. Um I uh, meant to talk about this last week, but uh, I forgot, so this week I'm going to talk about it this week. Um, I watched the uh, Middle Ditch and Schwartz um, specials on Netflix. Mm. Anybody see those? Not no. yet. Oh gosh, uh, do you guys like Middle Ditch and Schwartz? Yeah. mm Mm-hmm. <laughs> um then holy shit will you ever love these specials <laughs> if you if you like if you don't like middle ditcher swords you will not like them because they're very middle district ones yeah. uh, but it's wonderful like it's it's long form uh, improv uh but it is definitely like it it's funny it kind of lives in the middle because um like I'm I feel like real People who are real serious about long uh, form improv, which the people who are into long form improv are very serious about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel like they'll be like, oh, no, you're breaking a lot of the rules Um, because, you know, they will they'll blatantly just come out of it and go, hey, I don't remember what character we're talking about right now, (laughs) Um, um, which is very funny. And it gets a laugh every time. And then they go right back into it. And then it's these moments of of kind of brilliance, the way they weave everything together. But it's pretty shambly. um, But who cares? Because it's just because those two are just so naturally funny and watchable. Mm. Um that it's a, it's it's a hell of a lot of fun.
1: Awesome. Goofy nice.
0: as, as hell. But where do you fun. watch it? Where do you watch that? Um in my living room. Is
2: that mm-hmm. on the Netflix? <laughs> <I come> on? <laughs> Netflix. Yeah. All right. Nice. Yeah.
0: Hmm. How many are there? There's a few, right? Uh, there's Middleditch and Schwartz.
2: Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> God, Son of a bitch! <laughs> I'm an
0: idiot. Uh, no, it's there's three of them. Okay, yeah. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. What's the third guy's name? Yeah, <laughs> uh, and
2: <laughs> Fred.
1: Um, yeah. I haven't watched anything this week except for Ozark. Um, nice, because that show is amazing. Uh, uh, but I think everyone knows that. So instead, I'm going to share an experience with you. Cool. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Uh, seriously, those are great. Just great. <laughs> um, so I was meaning to do this like ages ago on soon next Wednesday, just to talk about an experience I had when putting a toddler to bed. Uh, there's much, uh, there's many angles you can take, or you know, tricks you can try and work out. But it generally falls <laughs> into the same pattern. Whatever or, kind of words
0: you can yell. Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, <laughs> so we got into a period there where. After the story thing and the lights went out and trying to get Zoe to sleep, she would want me to continue telling her stories and make stuff up. Uh, And I started going crazy trying to make up stories, Uh, particularly when you're tired, too. It's the hardest thing in the world to do, especially when (laughs) someone keeps interrupting you and telling you how to tell the story. (laughs) Um, So I then uh, I was able to I started like trying to find stories like online have my phone in there and turn the light really low and try and. Just find a story i could read to her you know in the dark and i found this site which i am going to share with you it was like you know googling bedtime stories toddlers bedtime stories the girls uh, and uh i came across something that seemed very good it's from a place called bedtime.com the <laughs> fairy tales archives and i was like cool and so i started reading one uh and i got to like i re- like you know i like, as i'm going through the sentence i realize i'm about to get somewhere dark And I'm like, oh, well, I guess I'll just not read that sentence and I'll just make something up. And so I'm like, I got to get out of this story because this is going in horrible places. Anyway, almost all of these stories go into horrible, horrible places. And they're written very poorly. I feel like they're just (laughs) anyone can write a what they think is a fairy tale and put it on this site. And then there you go. That's it. (laughs) That's awesome. It's it's crazy. And then another guy
0: (laughs) came in and then another guy. And then the one guy killed the other guy. (laughs) The end. Good night. (laughs)
1: um so like so like it's it's weird writing like this like this here's one called pegasus and it just starts like this this is the beginning of the story pegasus was a very special horse you see pegasus had wings and could fly but that wasn't the reason that pegasus considered himself a special horse he thought he was special because he was the horse that princess jude loved to ride and like, (laughs) all right and then it goes pegasus wings get all burned off and he almost dies and then they like the princess anyway it goes dark so that one wasn't any good anyway i wanted to just Now, I'm sitting trying to read to my daughter, and this is the beginning of one story called The Three Tasks. It goes, Lily stood weeping near the forest. It was past (laughs) midnight and pitch dark. She felt terribly scared. Her mistress brought her in a car and dropped her near the forest and left. It was her punishment for burning a hole in the mistress's dress accidentally (laughs) while ironing. Lily shivered. It was winter. (laughs)
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
1: and, uh, they're uh, all like this. And I just wanted to, one where I was like, I'm done with this site, was when I hit this one. <clears throat> this is the first line of the story. Chapter one. Once upon a time, there lived a young girl named Sabrina who had a terrible illness, cancer. <laughs> oh, so <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> And you know what? She you has a stepmother. This is in the first paragraph. It describes that she has a stepmother who is very unkind towards her.
0: I mean, you can't fault them for bearing the lead, as they mm-hmm. certainly
1: don't. Yeah. Uh, so, anyway, avoid this website. <laughs> or, or go read it it website. Yeah. you know, to shock them in there.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> I feel like there's like a. A podcast or like a show in oh, yeah. this, like reenacting these stories, <laughs> yes, or something? yeah, radio drama, drunk history style or something. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man, that's yeah, yeah. I mean, historically, stories for kids have always been terrifying. Like all the Grimm's hmm. uh, yeah. uh, fairy tales are all just just. You know these insane rantings.
2: Yeah, I, I really like the idea of take that uh, idea, but then throw in as many amateur writers as you can, <laughs> and just yeah. uh, like uh, trying to be grim. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: these are because poorly written. At least like you know old fairy tales. Yeah, they're scary and they're fucked up shit. But they're, there's yeah. some like flow and artistry to the yeah. writing. These are just like, hey, this kid's gonna fucking die. <laughs> all her parents hate her. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yet? Yeah. One time,
0: there was a kid who fucking died. Her mom was a bitch, and <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Have you considered these might be written by Andrew Dice Glenn? I think you're starting
1: to read them like him, yeah. At <laughs> the very least. No. oh comes yeah. to the pack of cigarettes
0: great <laughs> roll those up in my sleeve and away we go
2: <laughs> oh look i'm on bedtime.com and i scroll down to the copyright it says copyright the dice
0: man oh my god
2: that's fun that's a lot of fun <laughs> it's really wonderful so bedtime.com That's up to your discretion. Fairy Tales (laughs) Archives. Yeah, whether you want to. Go mm-hmm. there, make um, a nice
0: companion piece to Michael Diana's work. <laughs>
2: yeah. yeah, totally.
1: Some of them are just weird. Like I'm reading it, and it's spiraling out of control. I'm like this story doesn't make any sense anymore, and then it just abruptly ends. I'm like, what the fuck is that? What? <laughs> who? Who thought they were done? <laughs> <laughs> make like up your send? own ending. Like, off, yeah. to the, off to the internet with this. Very good. <laughs> I'm sure they'll come calling immediately. Should we go back in time? Yeah, let's yeah, I go well. back
2: in time. Mm-hmm. How about
1: that train from Back to the Future Three? yes yeah. Oh, you
0: mean the best back to <laughs> the future movie the best one the one but that everybody
2: what? knows and quotes most memorable yeah. <laughs> love it maybe most underrated because uh, <laughs> i like it yeah i, I, don't, like, I don't i don't think it's bad it. yeah.
1: I, I mean if i didn't see it again i'm fine Yeah, I'd be sad
0: if I didn't see the first two again. Yes. But if I didn't Mm. see the third one, I'd be like, that's how I figured it was going to turn out. (laughs) Fair,
1: fair. Yeah, I'm down for a time train. Yeah, all right, get on my time train, motherfuckers.
0: Get a time train running on a train.
2: Oh my God! We're back in time, and nobody threw up. Thank God.
0: <laughs> Damn it! Oh, you spoke too soon, Dan. Craig. Just, Craig is barfing
2: all over the place. Oh,
0: it's a bumpy train.
2: Yeah. To be fair, yeah. and a bumpy time. Okay. Oh yes, it's it's a turbulent oh, time. Yeah. We're Jeez. in September 1980.
1: We could have seen some stuff. We could have watched My Bodyguard. We could have oh, watched uh, The Exterminator. Battle Beyond the Stars again? We saw
0: it. (laughs) Did you just say Exterminator weird or did it just cut out in a weird way? Because. It made it sound like you went, we could have seen *Exterminator*.
2: <laughs> I think that I was on your say end. Like that.
0: I didn't do that. <laughs> okay. But I'm going to the rest of my life. I really, I really Exterminator. <laughs> Hey, have you ever seen this movie? The Exterminator*?
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh. That's how I should read those stories to my daughter. The yeah. yeah. little girl that <laughs> She's cancer. No gonna... one likes her. She's Gonna die soon. <laughs> <laughs> I
2: feel like we're getting close to a ween song. <laughs>
1: <laughs> like, well we didn't watch any of this shit because we watched no. Schizoid.
2: Yeah. Schizoid. Oh man. Sick with
0: revenge. Twisted with hate. <laughs> Getzoid. I have a complaint right off the bat. I think yes. you guys, you guys really fucked up. Um, why do you let me pick the movie? <laughs> it never turns out well.
2: Well, I, you know, this is a, a, a slasher from 1980. It was uh, made by Cannon Films. This is a horror movie, and we haven't done a ton of like, like horror or slasher movies. So it, I don't know. I'm always up for one of these. And when we were kind of like throwing it around, I was like, why not?
0: Yeah, I thought cheap cheap slasher movie starring Klaus Kinski that has to be something watchable. Mm-hmm.
2: <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I it was watchable. I mean, I it watched was, it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> So you can watch it.
2: Yeah, yeah. It's not good.
0: No, no. <laughs> and no, like there's nothing about it that's good. No, um, uh,
2: I don't know about nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, to me, this, for me, Schizoid was really, really down the middle because it, it, so it's a movie about the uh, the gist of it is a woman named Julie played by Mariana Hill is an advice columnist and she starts getting these notes that say like I'm gonna murder you <laughs> and she's like ah, whatever. <laughs> yeah they're like uh,
0: they're like cut and, cut and pasted out of magazines and stuff you know classic uh,
2: murder man Yeah style. murder letter. <laughs> um, yeah and, and so there's like a group therapy session that she attends and people are you know getting murdered and is there is this does this have anything to do with her and these letters and we'll get into more of it later but it for me it the movie felt really like stuck between you know where slashers were about to explode in 1980 because it's the same year as friday the 13th -hmm. and like movies are about to really lean in hard on on that um and but it also felt like stuck between where they used to be which is like Really soap operay who done it movies. Mm.
0: Yeah, like it, it felt like this movie lacked any sort of substance at all because it was way too busy setting up that it could have been anyone. Yeah. You know, like it, it spent all of its time going, Maybe it was this guy, maybe it was that guy, this guy's <laughs> got a fucked up face. It was probably him. Look at his mustache. Uh, you know, and, and and like and none of it is is character development or story no. development or anything. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. all just little scenes of setting up up who it might have been and in the end it was the stupidest
2: person yeah Yeah. it was
1: like him Yeah, boring why and (laughs) it was also funny do
2: it (laughs) (laughs) yeah and it was one of those things where we were all watching it together and everybody was throwing out everything that it could be and so obviously it was one of those like Yeah. (laughs) yeah and so like It was interesting to me to find out that the person who um, wrote and directed it worked on like Dallas and Dynasty because Uh I was like, well, that makes sense because of the soap opera sort of melodrama to the movie. But then I was also thinking, but it kind of sucks because I would expect someone who did that for a living to do it better. Yeah, you know, like cause it, it's only so interesting, and then eventually you're like, well, there's no thread here for me to follow. It's no, just a bunch of people. You don't care
1: about anything. It's like no. so everyone's in this therapy group, and the one girl's getting the letters, and everyone from her group is being killed. But they're all having weird sex with their weird psychiatrist, who's also having <laughs> weird moments with his daughter. Oh my god! Yeah. Um, and then there's the yeah, the Bill Mar guy, who's like he's one of the doctors from uh, Nightmare on Elm Street three. Mm. And yeah. then he's there. He's the he's, he's ex husband, but he seems jolly and he's into wallpaper. And uh, <laughs> he loves
0: it. He, loves he can't it. get enough of he it.
1: No, no. What's that? Uh, what's that? To like. <clears throat> and uh, yeah, it, but so you don't like. <laughs> when you when you're getting all the letters about your group and they're being killed, like you gotta like I don't know, she's just so she's a terrible final girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, get your shit together. Like she's not even trying to convince somebody that it's happening. She's like, oh, geez, well, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, she's like, yeah, yeah that's she's fine. She's
0: basically just wandering around yeah. while people die around her going, gosh, yeah. I hope we find out soon. Yeah,
1: I'm sure it doesn't have anything to do with the weird sex I'm having with this very strange man.
0: <laughs> Isn't Because, there also... I mean, everybody's having sex with that really strange yeah, yeah, man. Yeah.
1: I thought it was part of group.
2: <laughs> Wasn't there a misdirection as well with the notes where it's like, I'm going to kill you with a gun? But yeah, then yeah. everybody's Daughters, being sad uh, Oh, guns that's Guns so...
1: fascination, right? But the killer is more into scissors.
0: Yeah. And the problem with this movie, well, one of the problems with this movie is that for a movie where, uh, you know, it just seems to kind of be going kill to kill, the kills are not compelling in any no, way. No.
1: The only like compelling, the things in the, in the movie that made me go, ugh where the way that Klaus Kinski touched people's faces or kissed them, <laughs> yeah. that shit was fucked up. Scared yeah, the hell out of me. A lot of weird lip-pressy grossness. Like, Jesus yeah. Christ, man. Also,
0: yeah, they... he, he used his face, which is uh, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty messed up.
2: They they really lean in on him being this guy who's, like, sexy and everybody wants to sleep with him, and it's, like, really weird especially for a movie that also has him like watching his daughter undress and like being like it's so just like klaus kinsey's already a really kind of like interesting you know character (laughs) and like sleazy kind of character actor and so it's like yeah i don't it's almost like he he was more gross by them trying to make him like a straight ahead. Like he's having sex with all the ladies character. Yeah. It's like, like, it's obviously like this guy. The, yeah. The, like the <laughs> sleaziness isn't, isn't almost isn't coming from the character and the, the page. It's just like the fact that it's Klaus Kinski. You're like, wait a minute. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no wonder these people are in therapy. <laughs>
2: Yeah, yeah, and there's yeah. a lot of stuff with him and his daughter where he where he's like saying things to himself like she never says that to me anymore or whatever. And you're like, really? "Yeah, yikes." Yeah. Um yeah. there's also uh some other people in this movie like uh we were joking about Back to the Future earlier. Yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Go. Christopher Lloyd's in it. Mhm. Yeah, he's <laughs> uh uh
0: they they try to make him you kind of go, "Well, is he a creep?" He seems like a creep, and I'm like, nah, he's Christopher Lloyd. <laughs> don't, don't worry
1: about him. Yeah, <laughs> he's got like a Reverend Jim vibe going on in this movie. I'm into it. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, 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 um, yeah there are... And and also, you got Joe Reg Regular Reg- Reg- <laughs> Yes, regular butt. <laughs> regular butto.
1: regular <laughs>
0: butto Oh, the regular butt himself. <laughs> And he, uh, uh, I found it odd that he wasn't constantly asking where Murphy Brown was. I don't like seeing him in any other context but Murphy Brown.
2: Yeah, I, fe- I felt like Schizoid also kind of wanted to play a little bit with giallo conventions. Like yeah, the, the yeah. giallos are off, often soapy as well in terms of the plot. And yeah. there was actually one, there's a scene in like a garage where they open the garage door and the, and a woman who was killed earlier falls out and hangs there. Yeah. And that kind of felt a little bit like an Italian kind of giallo esque scene. And I was like, okay, especially this since
0: is... when she fell, the couple that was there were like, mamma mia.
2: <laughs> 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 that made it feel to me
0: especially authentic. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It's like it, it, it. It's a movie that has a lot of stuff going on on the surface that could add up to something more interesting, but they aren't working together to make it interesting. Like, no. like that. Like that idea of it being sort of a giallo is kind of interesting, and there's enough there for you to be able to say they wanted to do that like it's not an accident that the movie is is structured this way but they're like not doing it enough <laughs> no yeah. yeah
0: yeah like it It really felt like a, a very early 80s which technically 1980 is very early 80s <laughs> <know? I'm there. laughs> like it felt like it was like that it it was trying to have that kind of like uh artisanal sleaze feel mm. to it like where you know <laughs> he has this sort of like odd psychosexual relationship with his daughter or whatever um and uh i mean that might be overstating it a little bit but like <laughs> it just feels like they were just in the corners of this movie they were trying to shove all of those like kind of gross things that were happening in the late 70s mm-hmm. into the movie yeah, yeah. but none of it amounted to uh to anything compelling or or you know interesting
2: yeah and like the the climax of the movie when you find out that it was the husband and that the misdirection with the with the letters was actually the daughter right mm, yeah. it, it, by that by the time that happens like there's no like, it doesn't build to, like, a crazy finale or, like, you know, the murders don't get progressively more and more crazy or, or, or weird or they shocking. Kind of,
0: they kind of stop happening
2: yeah. for a while, and then, you go, and then they go, oh,
0: it was him.
2: <laughs> yeah, doesn't somebody get killed in the hot tub? Yeah. That was like, okay, oh, there's something crazy going on yeah. here a little bit. <laughs> yeah, the, the character that you don't know anything about yeah
1: (laughs) uh, oh yeah they killed old uh what's her name there Oh they, yeah. they
0: killed
2: this lady. I'm <laughs> certain I've seen her before. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a bit of a letdown.
1: It is. Yeah. This was a bummer. Yeah, I mean, it was fun to watch with everyone. Totally. So I, yeah, I, I, yeah, it's it is fun
0: to sit around with friends, drink yeah. a big glass of whiskey, and bag on a shitty movie. Yeah. So
2: totally. Yeah, I if I was watching this movie alone, I would have been very checked out oh, by the fuck end. Yeah, I wouldn't yeah. have made it. Oh no! Okay. I, I would so
1: deep into my phone, or left. <laughs> because
0: the,
2: the entire time I
0: was like, I was kind of going through all the people, all the suspects, who it might be, and and each one of them is that. Like, well, how would I feel if it was that person? I wouldn't care. How would I feel if it was that person? Wouldn't care. How about yeah. that person? I don't even know who that is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Let me. Oh, the uh, director of this made another movie, Savage Weekend, that had a really crazy poster, but I've never seen that. I, they had. They didn't direct a ton other like mo- horror movies. Hey, when they went from Savage Weekend to Schizoid, straight into Dallas, Knots Landing, Dallas Dynasty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Great. <laughs> yeah. Probably a good move. Yeah. yeah. So that's three thumbs down for Schizoid.
1: Um, what did we learn? You know what I learned? Yeah, what? I learned that kissing Klaus
0: Kinski is not as erotic as I thought it would be.
1: (laughs) I think I might have learned that it's far, far more erotic than I ever wanted it
0: to be. Yeah, Ah, yeah, Uh, that makes sense. I
2: think that if... There's murders going on and that somebody is being somebody is using scissors. If if somebody's profession would involve cutting up wallpaper with scissors, just look into that earlier. There you go. You called this shit right <laughs> away. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it was scissor guys killing all those people with scissors. Sweet. Schizoid nineteen eighty. Uh yeah. Don't watch it unless you're just somebody that needs to see every slasher. There you go. Yeah. yeah. If you're doing a
1: podcast about this. Yeah. You know, yeah.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, we have a mixtape. Yeah,
1: we fuck yeah, we do.
2: More music from 1980.
1: 1980. So yeah. I think it was a pretty solid mixtape again this week. Better than yeah. the movie.
2: <laughs> <laughs> do you want to go first?
1: My pick this week is uh, from one of my all-time favorite artists. Uh, I went with uh, off the album Never Forever from Kate Bush. Uh, I went with the track Army Dreamers. This is the album, of course, that has Babushka on it. Babushka is the fucking shit. I love Babushka. But Army Dreamers is my favorite song on the album because it is absolutely amazing. Um, lyrically amazing. The performance, the vocals, uh, and the production on the tune. Uh, all of it is pretty fucking spectacular. It's an anti-war song with uh, some very, very solid lyrics. Uh, great backing vocal to really drive its its moments home because it has a weird energy to it. And there's this great use of guns cocking as the percussion for the song and that's just super intense when you were go like oh shit that's what that is and like oh yeah. oh no <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i uh it's 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 sort of a i feel like it's getting into her transition time like the, in this she's still <clears throat> with the uh never forever album she was still kind of doing her like where it was the only time period where her albums were all a little bit similar that late 70s thing where it was kind of you know, weathering heights and, uh, mm. and, Kite and stuff. Um, and it's like, it's a bit in that, but she's starting to take control, uh, a bit at this point. Um, and then of course, fully on, uh, the next couple of albums, but, um, yeah, it, it just, uh, she produced it, uh, herself, um, it's just it's just amazing it's an amazing art pop folk weird fucking tune um it's hooky as shit the lyrics are great it's about something and uh yeah it's a masterful tune one of my favorite artists she's the best and this is one of her early best i
2: know uh like a chunk of kate bushy you gave us hounds of love a long time ago i I believe or did you give us Uh, the dreaming okay the hounds
1: of love is i mean it's perfect i like the I, i don't know which one i like better i went with the dreaming because it doesn't have any hits on it yeah uh and it's a weirder album and i think it's a good one for people to to just like oh she's this weird (laughs) but it's all hooky you
2: know i think when you gave us that i must have also listened to hounds of love yeah um but other than that other than those two albums like i i've heard babushka before Mm -hmm. um but yeah like I, i i see a lot of people that go really really deep into kate bush and i'm very not there yet and it's sure. another one of those artists where I'm like I gotta listen to like more. <laughs>
1: yeah well there's uh, yeah, th- this album is a great listen Never Forever is fantastic um, the, the Dreaming and Hounds of Love I think are I mean without question her two best Um, and then like the, the two that follow are both really good but they don't blow my mm. mind the way yeah. that uh, those two do. The, the following two are The Central World and The Red Shoes. Central World is is, is very good um that is this woman's work on it and the title track is outstanding and but then she had this big comeback in t- 2005 she put out this great album called ariel that's really fucking good and then uh the, in 2000 i don't know 12 or something like that she put out an album called 50 words for snow that's just fucking stunning uh, the weakest one is lionheart from 1978 it's the only one mm. that I, I really i don't pick up very much but her mm. first album too it's, it's a really it's a fascinating weird spin on late 70s singer songwriter pop stuff like she really it's, it's weird yeah. if you consider the time like you hear it now you're like yeah it's kate bush but that you know she wasn't a person before like putting out <laughs> albums like that that drops in it's a really weird record pink uh, D- D- dave gilmore from pink floyd discovered her and you heard a tape and was like what the fuck <laughs> 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 and got her going when she was a teenager so yeah it's a it's a wild ride going through her discography you can skip lionheart but then just go through it it's really good yeah i'm going yeah listening to the progression is interesting too so that's a lot of kate bush anyway uh, yeah enjoy army dreamers it's fucking awesome (laughs) there's a cool video for it too
2: casey what about you on the mixtape
0: uh i've chosen video kill kill the radio
2: (laughs) (laughs) awesome
1: i
0: was (laughs) listening
2: i was listening listening to that album because of of it being in 1980 Mm -hmm. yeah the buggles yeah (laughs)
0: that call themselves the buggles i picked that one because uh when we first started this podcast we were like we'll do one or two a month yeah, uh, and and you know uh, as we go through through the um the year, um and then the quarantine happened and then now we're doing uh, one a week and <laughs> <Yes>. I completely <laughs> run out of the music I know from 1980. <laughs> this is the last song from 1980 I know, so I picked it. You man. <laughs> uh, and also you know this fits in with my uh, sitting on the floor in my room playing with uh, you know He-Man and GI Joes. Yeah.
2: You know, yeah so why not
1: a great song
2: (laughs) yeah 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 great
1: guitar in there fuck yeah
2: yeah i i was spinning the album because it's what they're one of those one of those acts where i know the one song but nothing else yeah (laughs) yeah um and it's actually it's a pretty there's some some interesting stuff on that record oh yeah It's
1: Yeah. it's one of those tunes that when it would come on you know at any stage of my life, there'd be like a, Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. Are they, And
0: wasn't that, that was that album like produced by Rick O'Kasic or somebody, someone like that. I think it was
1: self-produced. No, that's not right. Really, now you're going to have to start listening to music mm. from 1980 and seeing what you like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that could be fun too. You pick a song and like, well, this is the song and you can, maybe you don't like it and it still goes on the mixtape anyway. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I just pick a song and go, I like the title of this. Yeah. And then I'll hear it and go, well, <laughs> We're stuck with it. (laughs) I love it. Or maybe I'll just systematically go through an entire Air Supply
2: album. Who knows? Hell yeah. yeah. A
1: new Air Supply song every week. Yeah.
2: Why not? (laughs) Their album is
1: self-produced, The Buggles. Good job. Ah. It's a nicely nicely produced tune.
2: Um, So I picked a song by a band called Polyrock. Have you guys ever heard of this? No. Um, they put out a self-titled album in 1980 that a friend of mine showed me a number of years back, um, and it was notable to me at the time because it was produced by Philip Glass. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were they were very uh, w- weirdly to me, um, and I think this maybe speaks more to like the time, but p- people I guess in hindsight, when you go back and read about them, they they would often be sort of compared to Talking Heads. Um, and I think that's just because it's like weird music okay <laughs> talking heads because yeah, yeah, yeah. there's a bit of a David Byrne thing going on with the lyrics and it's very weird kind of like arty catchy new wavy post punky there's like a lot of stuff going on in there and I can kind of understand why they, why they would just say like I guess talking heads is the touch point but mm-hmm. it's an interesting really fun album what song I, I picked the song go west They're mostly notable for a song called "Romantic Me," but I really like the song "Go West." Um, and yeah, it's the the album. I, I like the album a lot because it 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 careens very wildly from being super weird and and arty and also very catchy at times. So it has mm-hmm. a really fun vibe. And yeah, it's uh, produced by Philip Glass. That's kind of cool. And cool. check out Polyrock. All yeah. right, I will. And I think it was named like one of the top albums of the '80s by like a Fact magazine or something. And I was like, "Cool, I like it too." (laughs) Yeah, dope. More from us on the on the playlist. Yeah, yeah. I guess that all that's left is to get back on the train. Get on the fucking train. (laughs) <laughs> good i didn't have anything uh, left in me yeah yeah uh,
0: i thought i was gonna make it but last minute there
1: i knew you wouldn't i was <laughs> counting on it <laughs> <laughs> you're really
0: betting against me
2: There, as always you can find the the playlist in the show notes and as well when we post it on facebook and twitter it'll be there in the in the post and you can also go to Facebook and Twitter at Time Bandits Podcast. Also in the show notes, you'll find a link to leave us a message. I believe you will have heard another one from Clayton off the top. Thank you for that. <laughs> He's our dude. Yeah. He's yeah. our dude. And uh, yeah, leave us a message if you watched any of these movies. If you have movies that you want us to to look into from the '80s, if there's bands that we haven't talked about or albums that we have, and you have opinions just we we want
0: to hear them and so. hey also i'm gonna throw a shameless plug in there uh next week may 11th uh the first episode of a, a star wars podcast uh that uh um is going to come out and i'm very mm, good yeah. at plugging things um <laughs> it's a it's a nine-part reading of the colin trevaro Um, I always want to say Billy Connolly, but I don't think it was him. Uh, (laughs) It's the original script uh, for uh, Episode 9, and it's a reading, um, uh, you know, a produced reading, and it's really cool. So check it out. Mm. Hell yeah. Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. Well, (laughs) I did not like the accent that that ended up being.
2: (laughs) I I don't care for what I just did. I I did like that you were like, I'm great at at plugging things. And I don't think you said the name of it until Greg did. (laughs) You're like, yeah, there's a Star Wars podcast out there. Check it out. (laughs) Get into it. yeah (laughs) Yeah. um and one more uh housekeeping notes i i want to follow up very quickly um probably would have been better to do this off the top of the episode but follow up casey brought up a show on our before we go back in time segment called the other two and if i watch something or listen to something i'm going to try and bring things back up so if i get into kate bush i'll try and bring it back up but Casey that show rules yeah. and everybody should watch it it's very good the other Super two good. is yeah. very funny nice. alright as
0: long as we're doing that uh, a while back I recommended a show called Hunters um mm-hmm. with uh al pacino about uh nazi yep. hunters and it was uh, your
2: favorite show ever
0: yeah i retract that 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 show got really boring
2: <laughs> <laughs> nice yes. i fell off it very quickly yeah <laughs> well that's the show then yeah and
1: please uh join us on uh thursday this thursday yes. day after what i don't know what day i don't know where you're listening Thursday. It's after,
0: after Wednesday Wednesday
2: um, <laughs> Thursday May 7th there you
1: go at 8 45 is when the pre-show yeah. starting you want the pre-show but we have a extra special
2: yeah super uh, secret movie yeah, yeah.
1: so watch yeah. the Facebook page we will post the link to it and then come watch the movie with us come it's watch more the fun movie than
2: the... No, yeah just...
0: totally yeah we've been really gaining speed a lot of people uh jumping on and watching with yeah. us it's a lot of fun so, I've been
1: having a blast it's great yeah yeah I know you don't get, you, nobody has fucking plans
2: so <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Oh yeah. well, all, all right. right goodbye everybody. Internet, goodbye. Easter.